Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Suzanne. And we are best friends and business partners who understand how our lives and our work are intertwined. And we talk about the challenges that are up for us because just like you, we're trying to get better all the time. Welcome back to The Big Payoff. Uh, This is the launch of our new season. So exciting. Really exciting. So we took the summer off, which was, you know, painful, Kind of. I missed taping the podcast. I did, but we were super busy. We were super busy, and it felt good because we had a lot of thoughts. So the new season's going to be great, and we're actually launching with a two-part series because for us, we had so many ideas that we actually had to split this one in two. So we're going to have two podcasts about action. One is about when to act, and the other is about when not to act. Because September for us is really the new year. It is. You know, people think of January 1st as the new year, but I never. by then I'm exhausted. This is the time of year where I'm totally revved up and ready to go. I'm ready to take action. And it's not just because we're Jewish. It really isn't. What does Jewish have to do? Well, because September's the new year. Okay, I didn't You're Jewish. Yeah, I do, but I'm an internet Jew. It's so. not about that. It really is. I think people go back to school. They feel fresh. Yeah. The fall, right? Yeah. It does feel like this is the start of the new year. So this is where we're going to go today. So this first show is going to be about when to act. Right. And what happens. So, you know, we, we think about action as the thing that drives the plot line in a linear way. Like first you do this and then you do this and then you do this. But actually, when you look at it closely, that's not at all how it works. If you really look how at how action plays out in your life, there are these moments, long moments of talking about acting, prepping yourself to act, telling all your friends you're going to act, but not actually acting. So let's tell the story about how it really happens. And we're coming into the new season with a couple of new segments, which is going to be really fun. So we're excited about them. They reflect a lot of what we do all day long anyway in our conversations. So we're just throwing them onto the podcast. We're going to give them a try and you're going to hear them later in the show today. Also at the beginning of the new season, I just want to say to all of our listeners, it's time to give us feedback because we're kind of thinking we're perfect until we hear from you. So we really need to know what you think about the shows, what you don't like, what you love, what you love about me in particular, and what Suzanne could really 
do better. So let's get started. So, Rachel, you know there are those times when you hear yourself over and over and over again saying that there's something that you want to change. And you say it so many times and in so many different ways that it just becomes almost part of your shtick, like part of your narrative and your vocabulary. So sometimes it's about your job. I mean, that's probably the most common thing that you hear when you're at lunch or at brunch with your friends. And there's always that person who hates their job and needs to get out of their job. Or, or, you know, you're ready to move. Oh, God, yes. And, you know, I I don't like my apartment or I just don't like my neighborhood. And and I've been saying that now for almost two years, you know. You have. Yeah. Or a friend who wants to, you know, they want to start exercising or they want to start running. I mean, there's always that narrative going on. And everyone has their own thing that they want to start doing. Right. Until one day. Until one day and one moment, actually, they start doing it. Bam. Bam. It's just like – and it seems – to you when that happens, right, that you've been whining for two years and now finally you take action and you kind of feel bad about it and you actually apologize to people. I know, I know, I said I was going to break up with him last year, but actually I finally did. Well, stop apologizing because we're going to talk today about how that long period of preparing to act is part of the action. Yeah. And also why it is that you need that period of time in order to take the action and do the thing that's really the hardest thing to do, which is to do the heavy lifting work of the good action that leads to the change. I think that what Rachel and I, when we really dug down into this topic, what we realized is it's not the light tinkering things that is really, when we say action, like capital A action. Right. This is not about reorganizing your kitchen cabinets. No, it's not really even the Cone Marie like purge. We're talking about like capital A doing the thing, which is the breakup, the move, the, you know, changing your entire working model. Um, For me, I'm going to talk about a health issue. We're talking about the capital A action. And all of the conversations that you're having about wanting to do the thing is actually part of the little A lead up to taking the big action. So so let's tell some stories. Well, this was pretty huge for me. In fact, as I've talked about it with people, it was probably the most life-changing act that I've made in in my life to date. So I've had headaches since I was 12. And they're just a part of who I am. I, I carry in my purse um, a medication I call Rel- I, well, I, Rachel calls Wellpax, which is they're Relpax that's with an R, but they do make me well. But when Rachel says it, it sounds like well, you, I always thought it was Wellpax. Right. It's not Wellpax. It's Relpax. And I take them when I have a very bad headache, which I, you know technically isn't a migraine. Who knows? But it's the kind of headache that's just not going to go away. And it's been part of our Oh, yeah. partnership for, well, like two decades. Two where, decades. Oh, are, we, are you going to be able to last this meeting, Suzanne, because you're in the middle of that terrible headache? Or how are you this morning with a headache? And when I travel, almost always oh. I will take – and the consequences is it makes me tired. 
um, drowsy and it's always a question, should I take the medication? Which is the worst of two evils? Should I take it and be a little drowsy or should I barrel through this with a headache? And it's just been a part of my life. It is something I take for granted. I define myself as somebody who has headaches. And to be honest... And who gives others headaches. (laughs) I I thought you were going to say who gives out my Relpass, which sometimes (laughs) I, I, I do. So I don't know why, and we should talk about this, it really didn't occur to me to ask myself the question, isn't there something I should be doing to prevent them in the first place? Because maybe I could be the kind of person that doesn't have headaches at all. Not just someone who has headaches and then gets rid of them, but actually doesn't have headaches at all. And so I decided earlier this summer to go to a neurologist. And when I sat down, the first thing she said to me was, well, we can get rid of the headaches. You know, let's just start by me telling you, we can get rid of your headaches. And I just stared at her. It honestly didn't occur to me that I could be someone who woke up every day without headaches. You know, it, it's weird because if it had happened to me, honestly, my very first – if I had a headache as bad as you've had, my very first move would be going to a neurologist going, oh, no, 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 no. So you were you were self-identified as someone with headaches. Now, actually, what you're self-identified with, I'll bet you this is why you didn't pursue it. You're self-identified with someone who muscles through. Oh, yeah. Right. So, look, anytime we have chosen to carry with us something that's not serving us well. It's a choice. It's a choice. And you have to ask yourself that tough question. If you're staying at a job too long, staying in a relationship too long, dealing with a health issue that could be prevented, you have to ask yourself the question, why? What purpose is this serving? What purpose is this serving? So when I asked myself that tough question, I have to say, so what purpose was my headache serving? Well, if I was somebody with headaches, maybe I could go to sleep a little earlier because I'm not somebody who really likes to stay up late. And it's way easier to say, you know what? I have a headache, guys. I'm not going to stay out and go to that concert. I'm going to go home because I have a headache. Right. You don't like sex. And so (laughs) I have a headache, dear. There you go. There's that. Although that's not really it even, Rach. It's much more about me just being exhausted. I know. And there's also, you know, if I have a headache, sometimes if I'm in a meeting, then I can check out a little bit more Mm -hmm. because I'm an introvert. And that's part of being an introvert is my need to check out. Like it feeds into this whole storyline, right? So I'll just end this by saying after I went on this medication, the preventative medication, and I woke up for the first time in my life since I was 12 – without a headache, like actually was headache free. There is both the instantaneous, miraculous feeling of, oh my God, I have taken the action that led to me fixing this problem. Just the same feeling that you had if you woke up the morning after you left the job you hated and were like, Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I no longer am going into that office anymore. Yeah. But the, but but as you know, every time I've done that, whether it's leaving a relationship, leaving a job, leaving a certain set of circumstances, it leaves this vacuum of like exactly. Oh, so now so what now do I feel? Right. So right. So it's that simultaneous feeling of like oh my God. Then it was like 
well, who am I now? Yeah, exactly. Who am who I? Who am I when I'm not yes. objectifying my problems onto that? Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a big, that's a big and fucking that's why we, crazy thing. That's why we take the time to prepare ourselves, to hear the story yeah. aloud. It's really important yeah. to do that. Yeah. And how do we know when it's time, Suzanne? Like, how do you know? Well, you just – it's in your body more than in your head, right? So you say it a lot. You say it to all your friends. You say it twice to your friends. You see that look on their face like, um, yeah. And also it, by saying it out loud, it creates a circle of accountability. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You And that is deliberate on the part of the imminent actor, right? You want to make yourself accountable for a leap. Remember when you were young and you would – get on the high dive, right? And there's a line behind you and you're standing on the high dive. And those fools who would climb back down where you really, part of you felt so sorry for them. And the other was like, that's not allowed, right? You actually are now there. You just got to jump. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, listeners. This is a new segment that we're going to try out because this is something that Rachel and I do all the time in our daily conversations, which is we will interrupt our regular conversation, typically about work, and just comment on something that's happening out there and we'll typically get into a really interesting conversation about it. So this segment we're just calling Have You Noticed? Because that's how it usually starts. You know, have you noticed? Right. And mine comes from this morning. The, you know, this is the morning that the Michael Cohen confession and the Manafort conviction started. Okay. Well, I mean, it was the day after, right? And I'm watching MSNBC and I'm getting ready to come over here. And Donnie Deutsch, who's a regular on MSNBC, he's part of the, you know, Morning Joe panel is a very old friend of Michael Cohen and he is defending Michael Cohen, like vociferously defending Michael Cohen. Like he's admitting some facts about it, like breaking the law and stuff, but he's very vigorously defending Michael Cohen. And the panel is really up in arms about it. And I'm and I, in the middle of an important email and I turn to the television and I'm riveted and I realize, oh, I never see this. I never see like-minded people actively disagreeing with one another on the air or in real time. And it is so enlightening. And I learn so much by watching it. And it's so entertaining. And it's so much better than either the lockstep of the left or the right or the invited person from the other side onto the panel where you just fight it out, where I learn nothing because it's totally predictable. And this never happens a- anymore. No, it never happens anymore. There's never any disagreement within the ranks that is shown. So, for example, whenever I've read about the disagreements in the African-American community during, you know, the MLK, Malcolm X, you know, that was so interesting. That's so revealing and interesting. You can't do that now. You can't show any internal – well, 
it's going to happen with the Democrats, of course. Yeah. And we were even saying that it used to make people so uncomfortable with us in front of our clients. Oh. Whenever we disagreed, yeah. people would get all uncomfortable. They would. But on the other hand, that's where they would learn stuff because we were working it out real time. You know, arriving at a solid point of view isn't all, isn't about agreement. It's about encountering someone who disagrees with you but who's basically on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't so happen anymore. That doesn't happen and I noticed that. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, I mean, let's look at, like, the rules to live by. Let's give, you know, one another and our listeners some handholds on, you know, how you know it's time and how to think about this. So are you, are you a broken record? For how long have you been playing this song? Think about it. Think about things that you've been saying for a long time. And if you're saying it out loud, I would say let's give it an actual time period if you've been saying it out loud for more than a year, yeah, it's a okay. Year. Yeah, and I I'm going to give it a year because I think that there is something about a calendar year that if at that point you've been saying to people, "I'm ready," you were probably ready two years prior to that, and you have so that at that point you have an option. Okay, it isn't actually like the high dive because you have a dignified action that we're going to talk about more in the next episode to not act. But I'll give you an example. Like I've been saying that I want to move, I want to move, I want to move, and I really do. So I began – because it had been a year that I'd been saying that, I did the next thing, which is you shine a bright light, you interrogate, okay, so let's just take the concrete, let's break it down. What would this involve? Okay, put this on the market. What's the market like? Oh, what's the cost of closing in New York? $100,000. $100,000. What's the cost of closing a new apartment? Another $80,000. So that's 200000 just for the closing, right? Yeah. And I looked at these numbers and I went, I need another two years in this apartment to get the value up enough to j- – I couldn't do it. So I took it off the table. You do not hear me say anymore – and that was really important. It was a form of action yes. to actually look at what it would involve. Yes. Because before that, for a year, yeah. I was just saying, right. Right. So I, I love that. So let's 
I'm going to put that in the little a action category, right? But which is a form of action, right? So uh, you give it a year, okay? I think you also have to give yourself permission. And that's the marination process. And, uh, you know, look, anyone who cooks knows that a, a really important part of making the sauce is that timing, the patience to actually marinate something and let it sit for a while. Well, it's what it really is, like if you're making a bolognese and you have, you know, the alcohol phase, you have the broth phase, you have the tomato sauce phase. It's The key is to reduce, 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 reduce before the next. And if you try to cut that short, you just boil the meat and it's gross. And that's the point here. It's like give each phase its due. Yeah. And know, and if we're if you've listened now to this podcast and can have the narrative in your head saying, this is part of my action, right. right? That it's okay that I'm in this process because this is necessary. This part of like softening the soil is necessary for me to get ready to take the action. Right. And then is the final moment where you have to announce the action. So you've created this circle of accountability. You've softened the soil. You've reduced, reduced, reduced. And then you actually have to say, "Yeah." so this is, this is what I'm doing, okay? Yeah. This is what – with this is what I've decided. This is what's happening. You go back and you revit. You can't leave everybody hanging. And I am telling people now, I've decided to yeah. wait two years to, to move. move. It's like when people say, I'm going to run the marathon or I'm going to write. And then they tell all their friends and they sign up. And then you slink out the back door. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. No. And then the morning comes, right? Oh. Like you have to no, – well, no, you can't slink out the back door. Well, people do. Or not if you've, you're on social media telling all your friends you're running the marathon. Well, social media is a form of accountability. accountability right? You got to show up at the, fin- at the starting line. So this is hopefully for you as you start the year. And now we're giving you a year. So so start whining. It's start fine. whining. Give yourself permission. And if and you have act. friends who are act. whining, let them whine. And then act. And then act. Check it out. 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 And here's our other new segment, which we're really excited about, which is um, we're calling Check This Out. And this is just really a roundup of books, movies, Uh, ideas, food, anything we're reading, seeing, or engaging with that we love or we hate, um, real time. It's like the most recent catch-up on what we're thinking about, and uh, we want you to check it out. You go first. Um, I am reading a book called The Art of Gathering, which you recommended to me, and it is fantastic. It is. it really is one of those books where you go, I don't have the feeling I, sh- I should have written this book because I often have that, like when I read War and Peace. And- <laughs> but this is one the of those Odyssey. books where you go, oh, my God, of course, of course we need a book on how gatherings need to be fundamentally rethought from conferences to your dinner parties to bat mitzvahs to every single gathering of human beings needs to – be rethought. How many times have we said, Suzanne, I will not go to a panel, yeah. a conference with a panel anymore. They're deadly. But you know what? We That's how we have to. Why? People hate going to meetings. Right. So she's asking this question yeah. about asking basically all the fundamental questions that you and I ask when yeah. we are looking for the identity of an organization or a cause, which is what's the purpose? 
What's the point the mar- of view? Right. It's right. really, really it's a great really book, and I recommend it to anybody who touches uh, this, who, who, which is all of us, who has to think about Bringing gathering people, people yeah. and thinking about what that looks like. I mean, I love that, and I, I'll, I'll go with a television show. This is my this is a love fest. There's nothing I hated this week. I'm watching Sharp Objects on HBO with Amy Adams, and I am so loving it. And I realize that part of why I'm loving it is I'm from Southern Indiana, and this takes place in Missouri, and it's hot, and it's mm-hmm. the summer, and you get the the cricket noises in the background. And Amy Adams is coming back to the town she grew up, the tiny town she grew up in, where she was like the hot, the it girl. I so identify with this situation where it's like, were you the it girl? I, I was half of the it girl. <laughs> um, but no, but but it was. It's what by the it girl. It's just like you've outgrown this town. Like it's like bursting out of of a of an outfit, and you come back. And it's – and you see it and you see it and you still love it but you see it. You could never go back into it. And it's the sounds and the heat of the summer and it's also a fantastic plot. And it's, you know, Clarkson who is just the best actress in the world. What's her first name? Patricia Clarkson who's just a nice. luminous actress. So Sharp Objects on HBO and it's it's getting hot now. We should note that we are not being paid to endorse any of these products. Uh, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so my uh, current obsession is the um, cookbook called The Food Lab. Oh, I love that too. It's so freaking good. So this is this MIT graduate science geek who became obsessed with food, and it's a cookbook. Just he, a, he's, a, he's a chef. He's no, a he's a chef, of yeah, course, Kendrick but Logan. he started out as like a science geek, and it's a, a cookbook, and so they're recipes, just like a normal cookbook, but everything is based in like the science of the why of of making it this particular way. It's a huge book, like a big honking. Expensive. Yes, but really worth having. So if you cook, you should have the book, The Food Lab. Um Okay, I have to go here because everybody, well, people who know me know that I do a lot of juicing and I also do a lot of like protein bars and stuff like that. So I, I'm i really over the RX bar, I have to say, even though I have one in my purse right now. Yeah, I know. I, I'm now kind of is, over it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm into now the Urban um, Remedy, and I want to be very specific here, the cacao, <laughs> the cacao <laughs> chip protein bar. Ew. They have a lot no. It's 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 exceptionally good. It's there are some of their bars that aren't good, but you can buy these in a 7 pack online. They will come right to your door. They're truly exceptional. Okay. Cacao, and, right? I need to keep so saying what that are word. the what are the nutritional? It, it just it's deep. got a ton of protein. It's mm-hmm. all plant-based. It's vegan and I it's Urban got this Remedy was like a makeup line. Okay, no, these these is food. <laughs> You're supposed to be putting that on your face. No, Suzanne. it's got a nice thin layer of chocolate crisp on the top that that 
you can crunch right into <laughs> being totally serious about this. It's just a very nice bar. So I highly recommend that bar. And finally, I am following Ashley Longshore Art on yeah. Instagram. She is so damn funny and her art is really great, but she's so funny and out there. She's from New Orleans. And so she just has this really funny sense of humor. And if you aren't following her, please do. She's just a feminist, funny out there woman and I can't I she doesn't give a fuck at she all. just gives no fucks yeah. and it's really just great to watch so check, check this out, out. <laughs> check this check this out we'll be back to the big payoff next week if you like what you heard you can find us at bigpayoffradio.com on iTunes on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and please, please rate and review us. It matters. 